Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. This is your host, David McCaig Jr., bringing you an edition of Top Shelf here with the Game Sports Show. This is Top Shelf, episode 10. And what is Top Shelf, you ask? Well, this is where we talk hockey here on the Game Sports Show. And just for the time being, it's just going to be yours truly. And I'm going to get through some points here at the beginning of the show. We're going to have a brief break, and then we're going to be joined by Justin Heichel as we get into our second part of Top Shelf. And here in the first part, we're going to dive into a little bit of local news. Yes, here on the Game Sports Show, Top Shelf Edition, we're going to be talking about the NOJHL, which is the Northern Ontario Junior Hockey League, as well as the Ontario Hockey League with the Sioux Greyhounds. And this will be a great segue for our show, which will be tomorrow, May the 2nd, on 1400 AM News Talk with myself and Scott Nason in our segment, where we will certainly dive into all of this that I'm about to talk to now. But why not give you a little update couple minutes here before we go to a quick commercial then we start talking about in the second part that is the national hockey league playoffs yes it is time for the nhl playoffs and myself and justin heichel will be bringing you all the series discussion our predictions bold discussions all the fun stuff that you want to hear. But let's dive right into it uh, as we just have a few minutes here for this opener of the show. I'm here to remind you as well to make sure you follow the Game Sports Show on Instagram and Facebook, tagged at the Game Sports Show, or you can check us out on thegamesportshow.com or check us out where you get your podcasts. That is on Apple, Podbean, Amazon, Google, Spotify. We're all over the place to so check us out. And of course, definitely can't forget the T-Gem Network. Make sure you veer over to the YouTube channel. That's the Game Entertainment and Media TGEM Network YouTube channel where the Game Sports Show is under the sports category of the TGEM Network as well as there's other categories where, of course, there's sports. We have mental health education. We have agriculture. We have local. It is a great platform. And if you're interested in doing a podcast, make sure you either reach out to us or to those on TGEM. They can be followed on Instagram at TGEM Official. Or you can check them out on Facebook as well, TGM Network, and reach out to them if you're doing a podcast and you can get more information on how your podcast can be aired on their channel today. Now, getting into the beginner of the show here, I want to talk local first with the Northern Ontario Junior Hockey League. Now, I know that we have a, a good amount of listeners that are either in Michigan, maybe they're Eagles fans, but as well as throughout Michigan, different areas of the globe, all across the world. And I know a lot of you are in Sault Ste. Marie. Then there's a lot of you outside of Sault Ste. Marie. So, you know, maybe this particular segment may not relate if you're inside Sault Ste. Marie. But trust me, it's great content. And we're just going to make sure we give our love to a local here where the Gain Sports Show and, of course, TGEM is based in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. So talk about the NOJHL. The Sioux Thunderbirds have been doing fantastic in this Northern Ontario Junior Hockey League playoffs. Let's just say that the Thunderbirds are showing why they are a top team in the Northern Ontario Junior Hockey League. They have been fantastic throughout this entirety of the playoffs. And right now, they are playing while we are recording. And as we are recording, it's May the 1st at 8.30 p.m. They are currently going into the third period against Hurst, and they're currently trailing 5-3. to three. But that's all I'm going to say right now. I won't talk about the final later. I'm not going to talk about the game later because we're going to save all that for a Monday edition. But the Thunderbirds have been dominant throughout this entirety of the playoffs, and they have a very good challenge in Hurst, and this is really going to be a big test for them. But I would have to give the edge to the Thunderbirds here still, despite if they win or lose uh, this uh, first game that they're currently in action. It, they play back-to-back. -back. The rest of their schedule is as follows, just so you can note it. Tomorrow, Monday, May the 2nd at 7 o'clock. Thursday, May the 5th at, that would be, 7 o'clock as well. Those That game is in Hurst. Friday, May the 6th, that is in Hurst at 7 o'clock. Now, if there is a game 5, there would be 7 o'clock here in Sault Ste. Marie, and then it would be determined afterwards and we'll make sure that we touch upon that if the schedule does extend but you can check out the remainder of the schedule on the NOJHL.com as they have the first five games up on the beginner point of the website and when you go into the website they actually have a nice pop-up that comes up talks about the entire playoff tree and you can really see how dominant the Thunderbirds were and how competitive a playoff that it was so the entirety of the playoffs despite how the Thunderbirds did and how successful they were they were still really good games 
over in the West and the East. Very exciting hockey overall. So I want to make sure I give a little extra love to the Sioux Thunderbirds here on the Game Sports on the Top Shelf Edition. We don't dive into too much local as much as we can given our content and then of course how much we talk about it on our 1400 AM edition. So that's why it balances out as such. But I had some messages saying they want to make sure that they heard the extra love for the NOJHL finals, despite how everyone knows we talk about these Thunderbirds in its entirety throughout the year when it gets to the finals. It's exciting times here in the Sault Ste. Marie community. Now, getting to the Ontario Hockey League briefly here before we go to our first commercial break. The Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds defeated the Guelph Storm in a best-of-seven series. The Hounds won that series 4-1 to one with a big win on home ice on April the 30th. That was Saturday. That was his last night, day before this recording. You may hear this the day after, so it's maybe a couple days ago. Either way, the Hounds won six to nothing. And it was a series that was quite interesting. You had Tucker Tynan, who's, who's out, and you had some suspensions go both ways there. It was a very feisty series, but this six nothing win was extremely convincing by the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. And if you head over to the SiouxGreyhounds.com or even check them out on Instagram, you also can hear their games, by the way, on Rock 101. Jerry Linscombe Jr. does a great job there. You can tune into it on Rock 101, as I mentioned, or, of course, online and Sioux Greyhound games as they proceed on now to the second round. They await their opponent and the Western Conference semifinal opponent and dates are to be determined. And a big shout-out that I noticed on the SiouxGreyhounds.com website Huge thank you to the fans. A season-high crowd of 4,336 was on hand for Game 5. Get out and support the Greyhounds. They have a very good team. This is a special group. You know, there's a lot of debate if this team is better than some of the previous teams we've had in recent years. They're, they're a different team than what they had in those previous years. However, they're a very feisty team. When I watch them, I see a different type of team than I've seen in previous years. And this team is... Very exciting to watch. And if you're in the local region, you got to get out to support them. Get out and support the Thunderbirds. But even if you're not within the region in Sault Ste. Marie or Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan or the Algoma region, it's worth tuning into them to see just the great talent that they have on the ice to the Sioux Greyhounds. It is going to be a tough battle in the second round. And the game sports show and the TGM network as well will be there the entirety of the way. In particular, with our 1400 AM News Talk edition, we'll have all the wrap-up. And may I remind you again, Rock 101, you can hear the games. Our sister station over on the radio side of the game sports show. Now, I talked about the NOJHL. I talked about the Ontario Hockey League. Thunderbirds are in the finals in the NOJHL. The Sioux St. Marie Greyhounds are moving on to the second round. I may as well give you a special shout out here to the Mayor's Cup. Yes, what is that? People are like, okay, now we're getting into something even way off grid. Yes, we are. Mayor's Cup is a very competitive men's league here in Sioux St. Marie, Ontario. And the last time there was a Mayor's Cup was over a couple years ago before COVID started. In 2019, the game sports show was in the finals and actually lost to a team called Bucci's that features Jordan Smith, Greg Amadio, just to name some former, uh, let's say, AHL and NHL talent. Jordan Smith, of course, being one of the coaching staff members of the Greyhounds, a former second-round pick of the Anaheim Ducks. Very competitive tournament, that is, and it actually gets all underway this week. As now, of course, the game sports show it does not have a team at this current point, but yours truly is on a team, as well as Brendan Brooks. You can hear Brendan Brooks on our special edition uploads. We are on opposite teams, but we do not play each other in the round robin. But the tournament gets started this week. The Mayor's Cup is such exciting hockey. You've got guys that have played professional, played junior, and they're going all out for this tournament. It's like the Stanley Cup playoffs for men's league here in Sault Ste. Marie. Very exciting tournament. So if you want any information on the Mayor's Cup, yes, we do not sponsor a particular team in the Mayor's Cup, but we obviously, of course, cover our local side. So if you want any schedule information about any teams or if you want to get in touch with anyone involving around the Mayor's Cup, let us know and we will help direct you that way. But yes, men's league, Mayor's Cup in Sault Ste. Marie gets started this weekend. That is very exciting stuff indeed. And a lot of hockey going on just when you think, well, the Raptors got eliminated Unfortunately, a lot of big Canada felt a big loss. Said the Jays are underway. You got the the NHL playoffs are getting underway. That we're gonna talk about in the next segment. You got local hockey still going on. Very, very 
exciting times. The end of April and May is always a fun time, in particular if your team makes the playoffs. And of course, if you're playing men's league, as I just mentioned. So I wanted to spend the, these first 10 minutes or so talking about local as it will be a good segue into talking a little bit more in depth about these games, that is the Thunderbirds and the Greyhounds, and maybe a little mares for the Monday edition upcoming. Now, going to commercial, and when we come back from commercial, yours truly will be joined by Justin Heichel, and we're going to be getting into the National Hockey League playoffs. I'm sitting here enjoying a nice cold brew. I'm going to take a couple sips of this while the commercials roll through, and then when we come back, we're going to dive right into that, oh boy, NHL playoff time. Here we go. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dr. Kelly. I'm a professional goaltender in the Washington Capitals organization. If you're a sports person, well, you need to download my new app. It's called Living Sisu, S-I-S-U. Everything about sports, from discounts to events to just learning new tips and tricks about sports. Download the app. Follow us on Instagram. We have the app just came out there on iOS and Android. Just want to say a big shout out to the guys at the Game Sports Show. Thanks a lot. And I really appreciate you guys. And we'll talk real soon. You can follow the Game Sports Show on Facebook and Instagram at the Game Sports Show. Hi, this is Joe Bowen, and you're listening to the Game Sports Show from Sault Ste. Marie. Welcome back to the Game Sports Show. David McKay continuing to join with you here on this Top Shelf Edition, Episode 10. It's May the 1st, 2022. My goodness, it's May already. And yes, I say that because yes, time is flying by, but that also means the playoffs are around the corner. And what I mean by around the corner, they're literally less than 24 hours away. And what people forget is that the NHL had a game today between the Winnipeg Jets and Seattle Kraken. I'm sure everybody had that penciled in to make sure that they were tuning into. But jokes aside, the NHL playoffs are getting started. And that's what segment two is going to be, well, fully about here with yours truly. And let's bring in my co-host for the second part, the one and only Justin Heichel. Heichel, my friends, long time no talk. It's been a few weeks since we had you on here. And it's only you and I tonight. We couldn't get any other joiners. Everyone's busy. Everyone's got lots going on. But I'm happy you and I are going to be chatting playoffs. Yeah, no, it's good to be back. It's uh, It's been a little stretch here, I think, since the end of football season, really. Yeah. And uh, playoffs are a little nerve-wracking, that's for sure. That's literally putting it lightly. I, I will say flat out, I'm taking my host hat off here for a second. I'm not ready. Okay. I'm, I'm not, uh, I I'm honestly not ready. And everyone knows that follow the show loyally. If you're new to the show, well, I'm a Leaf fan. Uh, so is Justin. We're suckers for pain as is Alex Parr. Uh, Dane Hantro is an Oiler fan, which I don't know is worse. Uh, but at least I can say that I think the Edmonton Oilers have a little bit of an easier path in the first round, at least, um, to move on. But, what we mean by that in terms of saying take our host hat off and saying we're Leaf fans and we're suckers for pain, it's because we haven't made it out of the first round since 2004. And it seems like every series goes to the final deciding game, if it's a game five series against Columbus or if it's seven games between the Bruins or the Habs, whoever we play, it just seems like we can't get past the first round. And we, I mean by the Toronto Maple Leafs, keeping my host hat off for a second. Now let's put that hat back on and get back to the show about how playoffs are getting underway and it's i'm not going to talk about toronto first toronto and tampa will not be talked about first we're going to talk about them last because i feel like justin and i might go into a little bit more extra when it comes to toronto and tampa i wonder why and no we're not going to go uh literally the cross 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 we're going to go to the west first then the east and then we'll do toronto and tampa last in the east just in case anyone wants to hear the toronto take you may want to fast forward a handful of minutes here justin i have 25 minutes we're going to get this rolling justin colorado nashville thoughts on the series your prediction then i'll give uh, mine sort of thing well i'm giving i'm giving nashville a courtesy game I think the series is going to go five, but I'm pretty sure Colorado takes it, you know, pretty handedly. Yeah, I'm not, I can't, I can't quote Daryl Sutter verbatim here, but I mean, that's kind of just a waste of time for Nashville. I'm sorry. <laughs> and with UC Soros being down, they got the stud in net. His name is David Riddick. I'm sure we remember how good he was uh, when he was wearing the blue and white, but yikes, you know, 
I'm sorry yeah. to Nashville fans. Unless David Riddick becomes the John Sebastian Aubin of what Toronto did back in 2006 when he won nine straight games, but that's a regular season, not a playoff, mind you. But if he has a type of run like that, then I'll bite my tongue. But don't <laughs> hold your breath. Don't hold your breath. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I feel bad for them. What, like, what happened? Isn't what's going on with Connor Ingram? Why can't he? Isn't he around? Well, Connor Ingram, that's a very good question. I that let's maybe give that a quick little search on the old Google. And they actually say he's been in the American Hockey League, he's played 54 games in the American Hockey League, and he's actually played three games in Nashville. And he, well, he went one and two with an 87 save percentage, so he didn't really okay. have the greatest. Uh, he didn't really have the greatest go. And if you look at David Riddick's stats, big save Dave, maybe we should No, I won't see the other nickname Toronto fans had for him, but he had an 88, six percentage this year, 17 games, 357 goals against average. And he went six, three and four, which isn't horrible, but it's, not great. Uh, it's, it's definitely uh, not great. No, it's not. It's not when you got Nathan McKinnon uh, or Rantanen or Landis Cog coming down that side, especially McKinnon. Okay, Roman Yossi might have to put on the pads for this series. Okay, I think we might have to put Roman Yossi defense and goaltending if Nashville stand a chance. I'm sorry. I agree with you, Dole Justin. Courtesy game, it'll be Colorado winning the series 4-1. to one. Nashville will win game four at home. There's my prediction for the win, the courtesy game. Then they'll go back to Colorado, and then they'll uh, realize that it was tight. You remember that thing last year with Kucherov saying it's like when Montreal scored in overtime, it's like they won the Stanley cup when he was drunk on the podium saying that they didn't have a chance. That's exactly what Nathan McKinnon. Well, no, he has class. Um, <laughs> but anyone who I don't know though, when he's, when he's fired up, he's uh he might candid. Well, you know what? I will pick on Kadri because he is a former Leaf, and uh, maybe he'll be the one that lays that trip saying, hey, remember when you were in Nashville for Game 4? It's like one of the loudest arenas in the NHL, which is a fact, by the way. You know, it's like they won the Stanley Cup, but then we deflated them when they got here, and that's exactly what's going to happen this series. And if I'm wrong, Justin, I will jump into the dirty ground of my yard that because it's springtime, right? It's rainy. I'll jump in there uh, with my bare stomach. I will jump in there and take a video and upload it to the Game Sports Show Facebook page if I'm wrong. <laughs> I swear to God. I actually did that this year. I said if Morazic beat Florida, and he did. He beat Florida, and I had to jump in the snowbank with my shirt off, and I actually did it. Fun fact. I didn't upload to the show, though, because no one wants to see that. Uh, Minnesota and St. Louis. I love this series, Justin. I'm sure yeah. you I'm excited yeah. here. I'm torn on this one. Yeah, I've been looking at this, just doing like the uh, the fantasy here, and I'm trying to. I, currently, right now, I've got Minnesota locked in. So, uh, but I have it going in six games. So I'm 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 unsure. I think this is going to be pretty high scoring. I think we're going to have like a couple, uh, you know, 70, 80 shot total kind of games. You know. You know, honestly, I think that the goaltending is going to be a huge factor. But you got Talbot and Flurry. You got Bennington and Hustle on the other side. You got gold. They have the 1A, 1A2 kind of format. I know people say 1A, 1B. No, I like 1A, then 1A2. That's the way I always used to call it. Call me dumb. Uh, but Minnesota and St. Louis, the, the edge here a little bit at St. Louis because of guys who've won the Stanley Cup, right? They know what it takes, but they've lost guys from that team. Okay, but they still have a good chunk of guys on that team from that team. But there's something that people are, I think a lot of people are counting out Minnesota here. And I think they're crazy for real. Minnesota has been my dark horse. And I will continue to say this. I talked about this in a previous edition of, of top shelf where I talked about, well, not only just Minnesota and other teams actually talked about the new Mr. 3000 and baseball. Cause we had a combined strike zone top shelf edition. You should check that out. But I also talked about Kyle Dubas in the hot seat uh, question mark. I didn't say he was in the hot seat. I had a question mark. It's a little teaser. If you want to know what I was talking about there, but in that segment, I said Minnesota Wild are the team to watch out for. And I believe that because of that energy team. They're like, you see the Jordan Greenways, you see the Felinos, not Nick, Mark. Uh, you see that those type of players that I think are going to really step up in this series. And having home ice is huge. Minnesota is the state of hockey for a reason. They're loud. They're passionate. And even if it's Talbot or Flurry in that, I really think Flurry is going to be the guy down the stretch. I got to give the series to Minnesota. I'm saying this is going seven. Minnesota and St. Louis will have three overtime games. Count it right now. Three overtime games and Game seven will be decided in overtime. That's my prediction. 
Like it's just going to be whoever secondary scoring is hot. Yep. Is who takes this series? Like the back half of the season, like Fiala was on a tear for Minnesota. Like they're like their second and third lines were putting up points. You know, pretty almost consistently. You know, was Kaprizov for for the back at least March, March and April. Yep. And that's and I mean St. Louis is much of the same. Like this is probably one of the most even matchups I think we've got in all the series. See, honestly, I think. The, the biggest that you said right on the head is that depth scoring. But I wonder what goaltending is going to show up to. Like, I wonder if you're going to get the consistent goaltending, if it's going to be one of those series where it's going to be five, four, six, five, seven, six. But I can't see that because the goaltending has been good on both sides for the majority. And also defensively, though, I might have to give a little bit of edge in terms of defensive play to St. Louis, but blocking the puck and blocking shots and kind of just the overall excite excitement of defense, if I'd rather say. I'm a fan of Matt Dumba. I got to give the edge to Minnesota there, but that scoring that you mentioned, that secondary scoring, that depth scoring, what fourth line is going to show up, that's going to help win this series. You're 100% right. Calgary, Dallas. I'm going to be quick on this. Sorry, Dallas fans. Okay. At least, you know, you got there. You know, you had a lot of, Goaltending question marks with your injuries. Ottinger's been looking all right. You know, Wedgwood stepped up. Calgary's winning the series. And I'm going to say it. This is my first sweep that I'm calling right now. Calgary is going to sweep the Dallas Stars. I, I, I really think Calgary's for real. Are they Stanley Cup for real? No, and I'll get to that as we continue. But this team is for real. And the only way Dallas wins a game is if they win on home ice and they try to match the tonight the, to, to that toughness that Calgary plays, drive the net. They will not win more than one game if they do, but I'm calling a sweep, Justin. Yeah, see, I've got Calgary in five. I think Calgary takes a series at home. That's uh, that's pretty well where I'm at with it. I think Dallas is going to win a game. I think they're too good not to. And Calgary's goaltending is kind of just once in a while they kind of just lays an egg. They've been like that all year. I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take anything away from Calgary. Like, you know what but- I love about this too, though. And I'm sorry, cut you off. You know what I love about this? Last year, Calgary has a very similar team this year than they did last year. A little bit. They made some tweaks, but they weren't as good last year. Okay. Now, everyone chirped the Canadian division, right? They said it wasn't competitive. Toronto, right, won that division last year. Edmonton got, you know, swept by Winnipeg. Winnipeg obviously didn't make the playoffs. My point may not be that valid. (laughs) Algary didn't make it. Okay. Montreal made the cup finals. Yes, they lost to Tampa. Okay, they didn't do the greatest. The Islanders put the biggest fight up against Tampa. Again, the Islanders are not in the playoffs. The playoffs, everything this year went unexpected. And I think that's what some people should maybe expect in these playoffs, but not for this series in general. But everyone should maybe stop saying how the Canadian division was a joke because there's teams from there that were in that division. Okay, Toronto, Calgary, Edmonton. All right, obviously Montreal's not there. Winnipeg is not there and Ottawa's not there. Okay, but the list goes on. But you have in Vancouver, of course, but you have a division that was actually competitive, Justin. I know it's kind of a little off topic, but I want to mention that because Calgary is still almost the same team that it was. Well, I think the league is just a lot more competitive than people are willing to give it credit for. I mean, you know, had the season gone on another week, the playoffs probably would have looked totally different than it does right now. 100%. So, I, I mean, that's, that's I don't think it's a bad thing to have a league that that's competitive. I mean, the bottom teams were really bottom teams this year, but like that, you know, the teams that were kind of in the mix there, like that was, cl- it was close. Yep. And to be honest, if there were, you know, two, uh, two different wildcard teams getting in on either side, um, you might have totally different playoffs than what we're talking about right now. 150%. What do you, you said, oh, you said that's Calgary in five. Yeah, I'm taking Calgary. Five. Uh, Oilers Kings. Now, Tactics HD so is a YouTube channel that I watch. He can send me the check now at any time for promoting them on here. But again, uh, jokes aside, great content that he uploads uh, for franchise videos. I love watching franchise videos, by the way. Sorry, I like going off topic when it comes to uh, NHL or MLB. I love those franchise type videos. You know, if you're watching them at home, eating dinner, if you're on the toilet, whatever you're doing, you're watching videos. Hey, don't say you don't watch videos when you're on the toilet. It happens. Uh, but Edmonton Calgary, he mentioned this would be a suite for the Oilers. Okay. And I, re- I was watching that today while I was having lunch. And 
I strongly disagree. Honestly, I'm not saying the Kings are going to win the series because they're not. The Oilers will win the series. We'll see a battle of Alberta in round two, which is great for everybody. <laughs> but the Kings are going to put up a fight. The Kings have been an unexpected team all year. I didn't think this team would be a playoff team. Yeah, the Pacific is not the greatest division. And I dislike when people say that that division is competitive. It's not that competitive. I'm sorry. It's not the most competitive in hockey. Okay. And I no that aside, though, it's a whole other topic. The Oilers, though, are hot. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they swept, but they're not going to. The Oilers, it's a different animal in the playoffs, okay? Season is different. Take it from a Toronto fan. It's, it's different. The Kings, the Dustin Browns, the Anche Kopitars, okay? The, 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 they, they've been there. They know how it's done. They know how to help run that locker room, and there's a young, feisty team on there. I'm going to say the Oilers are going to win this game just or, or game. Yeah, they're going to probably win the first game. Sure, if that's what I'm talking about here. But no, the series, rather, they're going to win the series in six. I'll say the Oilers in six. Uh, the, the Kings are going to put up more of a fight than people give credit them to. Yeah, I don't. Dan's going to hate me for this one. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. Well, the Oilers are just like. If the top two guys aren't going, they don't have much else to rely on. We've what all guys are you talking about, Jeff? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> Mr. Dreisaitl, Mr. McDavid, yeah. you know, the, the well, franchise is there. I thought you were talking about uh, Warren Fogle. You know, he's been the heartbeat of that team. Yeah, that's depth for sure, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually, what you want to call that. Depth. I shouldn't chirp him. He's actually been depth. But yeah, McJesus, who is walking away with the Art Ross again this year. But I mean, like, Quick's just, Quick's been there and done it. Yep. Experience he knows what it matters. takes. And the Oilers goaltending to me is so suspect. I mean, other people have different opinions and that's fine. Yep. But I don't, it's people have a hard time taking information like this from a Leafs fan, but the Oilers goaltending is brutal. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. Like their defense is pretty solid. They should have, you know, they've got a couple of defensemen there. I'm not saying they're rock solid, but as far as a, Looking at two playoff teams here, the, uh, the the Kings match. They're grittier. They're built for the playoffs, and and they got a lot of young guys with something to prove. The Oiler fans that I've connected with have said, "Well, Mike Smith has been one of the best goalies in the league for the last ten games." Okay, uh, that's all I'm going to say. Is okay. The the Oilers and Flames will be round two. I won't dive into that point. I just wanted to leave that out there. Mike Smith, we'll see what he does in the playoffs. He had a great run with the Coyotes in the day, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I'm going. I'm going for the Flames and Kings in the second round, having the Sutter Bowl. There. Oh yeah, just... I didn't let you choose your thing. Yeah, you're saying the Kings and how many? Yeah, I'm taking the Kings in seven. Oh, oh, seven. All right. So in our projections, we would think the Avalanche. Did you pick the Blues or Wild? I can't. Remember. I took the Wild. So did I. So we both got the Avalanche Wild Flames and you got Kings. I got, I got Flames Kings. and Oilers. Okay. So, and to quickly go through, cause we're going to talk about round two when we get there. Uh, but we're still going to pick our, who we think is going to win the cup. And we'll talk about each series. We won't talk about the second round and as depth as we just did. So to make it quick, the, I believe the Avalanche will beat the Wild. I believe the Flames will beat the Oilers and the Avalanche will beat the Flames in the conference finals to make the conference to make the Stanley Cup finals in the West. The obvious, the obvious choice. And we won't choose the Stanley Cup winner until we go through the East. I'll let you say your trail. I'm, it's exactly the same. Minus, the, you know, the Oilers welcome out for the Kings, but the Flames and Abs are playing and the Abs win. So. There we go. Simple. Kept, keep it simple, stupid. Eastern Conference. By the way, the Game Sports Show, you can follow it. Instagram, Facebook. Check out the website. TGEM has a YouTube channel. It has, uh, of course, we've talked about the YouTube channel. You know what that is by now. Well, you should. A Facebook page. It has a YouTube, It has a social media page as well. So it says Instagram all over the place. And a new logo. Justin, that TGEM logo is sharp. Fancy, modern, looking Very. cool. Very cool. We got a little kid. All the kids are talking about it. Yeah, all, we'll, all we got to say to that is they look cool. We think our logo is cool. TGM logo is really cool as well. A little bit more updated than the TGSS logo, but TGSM is nostalgia for the show. Okay. We've been doing the show for five years. And that logo has been beside us this whole way. TGM's brand new, fresh off the press. You can still smell the ink. Okay. Thrush Creative Co. made that logo. Aaron Robinson does fantastic work. He didn't make the, the, the Gain Sports Show logo. 
Okay. Uh, I will, I can't give him credit for that, uh, but I'm sure he would have done just as good as a job as the microphone has been our symbol. T gem. Now it's the shape of the radiant. It's this radiant color, but the sound wave within a factor of T gem. So cool. Eastern conference. Now let me not get off track again, giving ad placements. I don't know why I do ad placements. I wonder why Florida, Washington, I'm going to make this quick. Sorry, Ovi. Sorry, Washington fans. You're going to put up a fight for one game. I think, you know, there's a little excitement, but Florida's dominant. Florida's great. I think they're going to win in five. So Florida in five is me, Justin. I got Florida in six. Mm. Now we're skipping Toronto, Tampa, which kind of doesn't make sense, but we're going to skip it for now and go back to that way because I feel like we're going to talk about a little bit more. Boston, Carolina. Listen, Boston, okay? I know you sat your stars against Toronto, as Toronto did sit their stars as well, but it's obvious that Boston won nothing to do with Toronto in the first round, and I don't blame yes, okay? But either way, Tampa won against the New York Islanders. So either way, Toronto would have been playing Tampa Bay. Just so everybody knows, that wouldn't have changed. But nonetheless, you wanted Carolina, be careful what you wish for. I don't care about Anderson's injury or if it's Ranta or if they put the, the Russian goalie in that. I forget his name, top of my head. Okay, I won't even try to pronounce it. Heiko will probably get me on it after. But and you're probably yelling in the ear, listeners, but I'm not here to talk about that specific fact about the series. Boston is not as good as Carolina. Carolina is a better team all around. They're better defensively. Sorry, yes, they are. Goaltending me a little bit sub, uh, suspect, but yes, Swayman and Allmark aren't nothing great. They have great numbers this year, but the way I've seen them play this year, watching some of the teams play against Canadian teams, they have a lot of weakness points. You take shots from the point and drive the net, and you block their eyesight view, which actually is the case for every goal you're going to score on, but it's a little bit extra for these guys. They have challenges catching those long shots, a lot like Jack does, actually, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Carolina's going to do that well, but guess what? This will go seven games, this series. Boston loves playing seven-game series, as everybody knows, but Carolina is going to win this in seven, Justin. Yeah, I don't I'm, – I'm still – yeah, like, I'm on the fence. Based on Carolina's goaltending health. Yeah. But, like, I want to say that Boston's been there. They've done it, so this is – they should automatically qualify and beat Carolina. And, but, like, Carolina's pretty good. You know, they've got, like, they fire pretty well. Their top three lines are a threat all the time. You look at Boston, Boston's kind of like a one, maybe one-and-a-half line team right now. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, with the goaltending, I mean, Boston's, they're pretty young in net. So uh, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. I'm going to take Carolina probably in six games. Oh, well, you know what I, I honestly think? Very exciting series, though. Very exciting. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think Carolina is going to have to learn to be tough in that one. They're going to have to. And depending on the health of Freddie Anderson, who has had a Vesna type season for the Carolina Hurricanes, as if anyone wants to recall and go back to the first show, I called that this year because of how impressive defensively are those Hurricanes. Be interesting. I'm looking forward. As much as I'm actually looking forward to this series, the Rangers and Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, today, News was that Tristan Jari will probably be ready for at, at the most game three of the series, which kind of assists a little bit of goaltending health. But they also the Pittsburgh Penguins, I think I was leaning towards Pittsburgh before today a little bit and not because of the goaltending. I knew about the goaltending issues, but now that I'm sitting back thinking and look at the New York roster and having just Durkin, the Rangers maybe overachieved a bit this year in a division that wasn't as challenging as what the Atlantic is no offense, but they're for real in terms of where they belong. They are a second seed team in this division. I feel, and it's going to be a good run for the money. Another seven game series coming in here and the Rangers are going to win game seven at home and MSG to eliminate Sidney Crosby and the Penguins. Justin. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to go the little opposite way on this one. Okay. I, okay. I'm taking the Penguins. I got the Penguins in six. I think the Rangers are kind of just, you know, they got to learn. Yeah. Oh, we're two, we're two, uh, two years removed now from a first overall pick. True. Very true. So, and I mean, I don't think the Rangers goaltending is, I mean, they've been good this year. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take anything away from the Rangers. Their defense is rock solid. Um, but Pittsburgh's got that been there, done that. 
And I kind of think this is like a last shot for Pittsburgh to to run it back with who they got there. That's a very, I, very good, uh, very good point. That's actually where I was beforehand, but I just feel I, I've been clicking back and forth on this one the entire time we've been doing the show. I can't, I can't make a decision, and that was my, that was my call right there. Rangers, Penguins, certainly be another good, exciting series. Now let's go to the series that we'll talk a little bit more in depth for just under a handful of minutes, and then we'll get through the rest of the predictions leading up to before we conclude the show. Dave McKeg with Justin Heichel talking top shelf, which is hockey, all your hockey needs and contents. This is Top Shelf episode 10. Toronto, Tampa, Justin. Oh, boy. So I'm going to warn listeners here a little bit that we're going to go on the fact of being our sports experts that we are. We're going to be our sports hosts that we are. But we're also going to be fans of this as well, just so everyone is prepared. Okay. You know, there's obviously different media outlets that talk about specific teams more so than others. We don't talk about Toronto. They're more for it more so than others. It's always Canadian teams that we talk about equally on this team more so, as well as Detroit. Detroit gets a lot of love here because of the connection with our show. But Toronto, we do talk about a lot, Justin and myself. And for the last few years, Justin and I have had conversations such as this. Game seven loss to the Bruins, not 2013. We're not going to talk about that. Couple back-to-back, so against Boston. Another couple game seven losses when they're up 3-2 in the series. They decided to go in the bubble against Columbus, take a shit, and lose in game five, even though they had a very impressive comeback down 3 nothing. A couple minutes left. I was getting text messages that they're going to lose, and that's one of my favorite things <laughs> they came back. But they lost game five, so it's like everyone forgets that. Then they played the Montreal Canadiens last year. We're up 3-1 the series. Alex Galchenyuk thinks that he is Wayne Gretzky and drops the puck back to absolutely no man's land, causes two on zero and between Caulfield and Suzuki. And how the hell is Campbell going to stop that? Even though Montreal clinched last, those are two good players. And that's when I texted a good friend of the show named Anthony Miller. I texted him and said, there's the turning point of the series. And he agreed. And guess what? Went back to Montreal, win in overtime due to Travis Dermott. Whoops. As he always does where now he's not in Toronto. So that won't be a problem, but a little whoops. And a little, I think, a little shelf goal and we're going back to Toronto for game seven. And then there's me and my buddy, Pat Luca. Okay. As uh, we watch game sevens notoriously together has been the tradition. The last game seven that we actually watched was actually technically a game five with the blue Jays. Uh, when actually, no, I, I am completely wrong. We actually watched game seven against Boston. I just lied to the listeners. So I won't even go to that story. They lost against Boston, but we decided to, why not? Let's try the tradition again. And they lost. And of course, last year they had the all or nothing come out, which is a great uh, documentary, by the way, narrated by Will Arnett. It is on Amazon. Amazon, you can send me the check at any time again. Uh, they fantastic series. And I actually, Justin, when I saw Campbell, Matthews and Marner crying, I didn't really see Matthews crying, but Campbell crying the way he was. I don't want to say I was happy, but I love to see the emotion that they actually care. People don't believe that they do. And trust me, they do. The Leafs haven't gotten past the first round since 2004. Okay. And their first round matchup this year is against the back to back Stanley cup champions with a very similar team, except that third line that was very competitive last year, which big point against the Tampa Bay lightning. Okay. Sam Coast is playing like Austin Matthews right now. Vasilevsky wears goalie gear that's from here to my TV in the office away because <laughs> fucking illegal. Campbell is wearing like no nothing. If you look at a picture between Vasilevsky and Price last year, it's like Price is just wearing an Under Armour shirt and Vasilevsky was about to go to war. Okay, like honestly. And again, getting back to the point, Toronto gets the Tampa Bay Lightning in a seven-game series, they have home ice advantage, though, Justin. This is the first time they've had home ice advantage since we've been able to see them in the playoffs since 2004. And that's a change. That's a help. They're very good on home ice, especially against Tampa. They've been good on the home ice against them this year. They've also been good in Tampa. They've had a pretty good success rate against overall against playoff teams this year. But at least have question marks if the defense is going to be good enough. If they're going to be healthy enough. The goaltending is Campbell could outplay Vasilevsky. Ugh. Uh, is the forward core going to play the other forward core, which I actually think is their best shot. I think 
the Matthews and the top and the forward lines have a good chance of beating Tampa's forwards. It's just the defense goalie matchup. That's going to be a little challenging. And again, you've said this a couple of times on the show, Justin, they've been there, done that. And Tampa has been there and Maroon's been there three times and has won three cups in a row. And he's going for four tough draw, Justin. I'm going to say right now, they, it's a tough go for Toronto, but either way, it would have been a tough go. If it was Boston, if it was Florida, that would have fell. It still would have been tough if they would have had to play Washington. The East had every team above 100 points. The East is better than the West. I don't care, but if you look at the bottom of the conferences that are better, I don't give a shit. The East is way better than the West, and the Atlantic is by far the most competitive division. And I don't care what anybody says. I know Dane Hancho agrees they are the best division, and there's a reason why the East is as competitive as it is. But Justin, I'm going to let you make the prediction and talk a little points here. I talked about how I feel the advantages will be offensively, defensively, and in goal where the advantages will be. But game sevens have been tough. It's been a tough time. They haven't gotten out of the first round. And I'm going to say last before I go to you, they say the dragon is to slay would have been the Bruins. No, the dragon to slay is to get past the first round. They didn't just lose to Boston. The first, they've lost in fashion against Boston. They lost against Columbus. They've lost against Montreal. They need to get over that first round hump. Then I think it's watch out time. Yeah, I just, okay. I'm going to start. I'm going to preface it with currently right now uh, on the Sportsnet hockey pool, um, the percentages. So Toronto is sitting at 49.4%. And Tampa is at 50.6%. Already getting doubted. Like that's, but can like that, that's pretty tight. Just for perspective on some other series, like the series is like that we were close on, like Minnesota is 75% favored to win out of, you know, the people that are picking in the country right now. Whereas we were both pretty rock solid on that. So, I mean, this is pretty tight. Yep. Uh, I'm obviously I'm taking Toronto. I think this is going to be an uphill battle. This one, the home, the home ice advantage is huge. Yes, but but I I think the difference maker in this whole series is the fact that Tampa decided to grenade their third line. Yeah, they did grenade. They couldn't afford it. Like they're yeah, well, they can't afford the fucking team they have right now. Nope. But whatever, that's the NHL does what they want to do. Um, yeah, and I I, I don't. Toronto has more scoring if they show up. That's I, I I just there's so many scenarios here. I mean, you've done the exact same thing I'm doing, where you're just sitting here racking all these situations through your head. And if the Leafs that we know that can play show up, they can kick their ass. I really I can I'm confident in saying that if they show up, all four lines show up. The Leafs can beat Tampa in four, probably. I don't know about in four. <laughs> No, but I think if this goes past, if you get out, like if you're squeaking through a game six, you're not winning seven. So you've got to win this in six if you're going to win it. And I mean, I'm taking Toronto, obviously, but uh, they, they have to do it in six games. Honestly, I couldn't agree more. That's actually was going to be my prediction. Toronto in six, and they're going to win it on home ice and the relief of the fans. Biggest dependency, to, despite the differences in offense, defense, and goaltending, I think a big part of this is actually going to be Matthews and Marner if they show up. Last year, if everyone remembers, they weren't there in the playoffs. And at this current time, Spencer is not in the lineup for tomorrow's matchup. They're going with Clifford, Blackwell, and Simmons on the fourth line to add that toughness on the line. But I really feel like Spencer should be in the lineup tomorrow, not Kyle Clifford I feel like that leadership and his presence on the power play he was great in the playoffs last year if everyone remembers Thornton Spencer and Nylander were like their top players last year maybe- uh, who else are they dressing so they're, you, not, they're, they're Michael, not going 7d are they uh, so as of now Michael Bunting is uh, questionable unlikely to play Kerfoot will be playing with Marner and Matthews Mikhaev Tavares and Kasha will be returning back to the lineup. Then you got Ingvall, Camp, and Nylander. Then the fourth line that I've already stated. Uh, yeah. Riley, Labushkin, uh, Muzzin, Brody, 
Giordano Lilligren with Hall on the outside looking in with Sandy. Uh, so they're dressing six, and you got Jack Campbell, obviously, in between uh, the pipes. I think a big part of Michael Bunting, hopefully he does play and can get healthy. He's a dynamite on that first line. He's big. It allows more depth, too, right, for Kerfoot for the second second line. Yeah. And it just allows more depth, which is better. And I think Kerfoot would even be better to play down with Blackwell and Simmons. Uh, I was going to say, like, Blackwell's been a pretty solid addition. That's that he's a he's a he's an energy bug, right? And he's fast, man. When I was watching the game this week, like, he is fast. And they're a tough team, though, Tampa. I see Keith's point, but that again is my other point. Is there's a lot of factors, but coaching is going to be big. John Cooper knows what he's doing. He's a good coach. So is Keith. Okay, but in terms of toughness, at least got to show up. That's one thing that's been lacking too in the playoffs is the toughness. And I the will. Thing is, if the Leafs get a couple quick ones on Vasilevsky, he seems to kind of just crumple. And I think what the Leafs have to prepare for is that Matthews is going to be in triple, quadruple coverage. Uh, so you got to have that depth scoring has to show up. Nylander on that third line, Nylander has to run that line and run the ice when he's out there. When he was playing against Boston on, on Friday against the, well, the AHL team that Boston was basically icing, Nylander walked three guys like it was as easy as, as, as walking in general. Okay, he was literally walking them and scored. He was great. If he plays the way he can play, which he actually played pretty well in the playoffs last year, if he can bring that on that third line and be it better than Tampa Bay's other third line, that's huge. On an offense, yeah. that wins you the series right there. Is that okay? And the least power play has been clicking. Not there should be no fear there. The power penalty kill has been great. Okay, but William Nylander in the Toronto Maple Leafs third line over everything that I've said in terms of comparison of where's what's better that will be deciding for Tampa. If they can get a third line to play the way it has for them in the last couple of years, they will be successful. If not, they got to rely on their top goal scorers or their goaltender to get it done. They're more than capable, but Toronto can compete with that. And that's why Toronto has a fucking chance. But why did Justin and I say I'm not ready or we're not ready? Well, I know maybe I'm not speaking for Justin's because I'm not ready for another heartbreak. Speaking of <laughs> here, I've been through enough shit. Last year I said that was it. And I'm still at that point where I don't give a shit to the point of like, I'm expecting to fail. It's like off of Spider-Man, no way home. What Mary Jane Watson said, expect the worst. and You'll never be disappointed. Okay. And I'm going to expect the worst for once. I'm going to, I'm going to see how that goes. I've expected the best. I've expected everything else. I just have never expected the worst. I'm going to watch these games, get pumped, get amped as a fan and hope Toronto doesn't fucking choke this year and hopefully they can get past the first round because if they don't justin oh maron it's gonna be fucking problems in toronto i don't know if they'll get fired dubas i just again gotta be here to the previous episode but they'll uh there'll be some issues in toronto uh for sure but i'll say toronto will win in six so justin going through the east now i have florida toronto yikes carolina new york i think you're the same Correct? No, no, you're Pittsburgh. You have Pittsburgh. Yeah, Carolina, Pittsburgh. Carolina, Pittsburgh. I'll let you pick first before I pick mine. Uh, and then I got Pittsburgh <laughs> and Toronto. Okay. Then? And then, uh, well, you know, Toronto. you know how this goes. <laughs> then Toronto, Colorado. Then what? Yeah. Then obviously Toronto wins because Cotter's not playing at that point. <laughs> So we're going a little biased, but you're believing if Toronto gets past the first round, watch out. I, yeah, I don't. If they get past the first round and they get past having to play Florida in the second round because I don't see how Washington makes it out, <laughs> then I, I don't. It, it, it's easier after that. I don't, I don't want to say it's easier, but it, it is. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. I know originally Dane Hantrow, we don't have everyone on this panel picking today, has picked uh, Colorado and Florida in the cup finals. I don't want to pick what he said. I believe he said the Avs were going to win the cup, but he didn't pick the Oilers. And honestly, I want to – I'll go this way. I'm going to say Toronto – and <laughs> Toronto Carolina conference final. Love the Freddie Matthews matchup. I think that's great. Toronto wins and Toronto wins the cup. There's David's pick. Toronto wins the Stanley Cup. This is the year they do it. 
Okay. Now I will say it is a contingency. If Florida beats Toronto, Florida and Colorado will be in the cup finals. And guess what? Everyone's going to be at surprise. Florida will be Colorado. If they get to the cup finals, Florida will host and hoist the Stanley cup. It will stay in Florida, the cup where it shouldn't belong, but they have, I think a team that can compete with Colorado. I think Toronto, Florida and Tampa are the only teams that can compete with Colorado. No other team in the East. Sorry, Carolina. Sorry, Boston. Sorry, New York. No. It's, but that's I my main pool. Toronto wins this year. You got two Lee fans on here going with the biased picks, but also watch <laughs> out when they get past this, the first round because if they do, the Dragon's been slayed. It's like when Washington beat Pittsburgh, baby. They're going all the way. You got to watch out. And if Jack can beat Jack, he's, he's going to do a lot of things. I call him the source of Jackery. Okay, if you want to do any kind of God of War type games or you're talking video games, a guy can be a sorcerer in that net as long as he can remain calm and confident and protect him, Toronto, for the love of God. The guy's been ran five times this year, I think, at least. (laughs) For fuck's sakes, if he goes down, I'm shredding the pool. I'm taking a leave of absence from the game sports show. Let me tell you right now, Leafs still winning the cup this year, Justin. Leafs are doing it. They have to. They have to. Um, I'll cry. I'll cry. Sorry. I know a lot of listeners are like, oh, bias picks by panels. I don't care. They're everyone's biased. I'm being biased because this is something special this year. Something special. Justin, it's, okay. Got- it's okay to be biased sometimes. Yeah. Or yeah. all the time. <laughs> We've had some fun with a little bit extra. We talked everything in its uh, entirety. Uh, the top shelf now will be, we will be off until the second round of the playoffs commence, just so everybody is aware. When it comes to the local discussion that we touched on at the beginning of the show, that will be covered as I've talked about it numerous times on the Monday 1400 AM News Talk edition uh, that will be on there on the weekly portion. And if there's any surprise uploads, you'll be notified, but please don't expect a top shelf edition until after the uh, first round is completed and the second round is about to begin because we'll do a second round preview, then a conference final preview, then a Stanley cup preview. Uh, then we will do a Stanley cup finals completion show. And then that would wrap up our top shelf this year. So we anticipate at least three, if not four more episodes, because the draft and free agency is around after that as well. So three to four shows remaining this year coming up, lots to get to this is exciting times. Justin, this has been the Game Sports Show Top Shelf. We had some fun. I appreciate you taking the time. Do you have any final thoughts you want to get to before we go to closing? No, I think I said it all. I don't want to change any picks. I'm going to jinx it if I do. So <laughs> going to be a time. It's stressful times. It's Sunday when we're recording. Game one starts tomorrow. Playoffs start tomorrow. Make sure to hit like, follow, and subscribe on the Game Sports Show and also on TGEM, the TGEM Network YouTube channel and Facebook and Instagram page, as well as, as I said, Game Sports Show social medias as well. And you can hear us on Spotify, Apple. We're all over the place. Just search us, okay? We're there. If you say you can't find us, I'm going to knock you on your head with my... I'm going to go... I think people probably heard that knock. I'm going to knock on your head and say, not that you should have had a V8, so you should have had a pint, but just type it in your phone or in your computer. Go to your remote and say, The Game Sports Show on YouTube. Guess what? Boom! Right there. Okay? We're right there. I'm here to remind you, Keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.